0: It's funny because a few years ago, I was, I had everything planned to a T. I have my spreadsheets and everything, all my projections. And I said, okay, this is the date and time that I'm going to reach financial independence and I'm going to quit. And then as you go through it and you get closer, you kind of realize that maybe you don't want to exactly quit your job forever and just sip margaritas on the beach. Because, I mean, I love margaritas, but I think after a few months I might get bored.
1: Welcome to the Quit Work Podcast, 15-minute conversations with people who have quit their job and gone their own way. I'm Mark, and every week I talk to someone who has taken the bold step of quitting work to start living their true life. The idea is to inspire you to live your true life, whatever that might mean to you. Today I'm talking to Chris, also known as Mr. Inspire to Fire. Chris hosts the Inspire to Fire podcast, and though he hasn't actually quit work yet, he's well on his way there, as we'll see. Chris, welcome to the Quit Work Podcast.
0: Hi, how are you, Mark? Thank you for having me on the show.
1: So we, we should probably clarify from the start what FIRE means, just in case people don't understand. It's, it's usually expanded to financial independence, retire early. But I, I think you prefer retire eligible. Is that right?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah? Yes. Uh, the emphasis on the financial independence part, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So tell us about the work that you do right now. Sure. So again,
0: uh, you know, I'm all about inspiring everybody to reach financial independence and that looks different for everyone. So at least for me, my goal, like as you mentioned, I haven't exactly quit my job yet. I actually have two jobs. Um, However, I am very close, probably January or February to quitting one of them. And that's again, just part of the new year and the new initiative that I have, which is to really create a more balanced lifestyle for myself. A lot of times, we can get caught up in looking at the money and and realizing how much more money you can have, but it's uh, it gets to a point where you have to take a step back and think about the time, the time freedom that you can afford. So, I've gotten to that point where I'm ready, and actually, I, I do have some exciting news as well to share on on your show, which I haven't shared anywhere else. Oh, go ahead. In a couple of days. I will be making my last payment to my student loan, uh, which started off at 150000 and that's going to be completely gone in about a couple of days.
1: Well, congratulations. I, I, I heard you mention that 150000 number before, and that just sounds so daunting. That must be awesome to have that uh, nearly paid off.
0: It was, yeah, it was a rough six years. And, and that's partially why I'm also affording myself the luxury to, you know, quit that second job. I don't necessarily need that income at
1: this time. So how come you have two jobs? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I guess I'm I'm definitely a hard worker by nature, yeah. as you can tell. But uh, I just decided to get that second income uh, a while back so that I can start paying off more debt and kind of expediting my my journey to financial independence, and it has helped me reach uh, my goals a lot quicker. Uh, but since then, I've, I have a one-year-old now, and uh, I want more time to spend with him. Yeah. And uh, I see the value of that, so this is why I'm really trying to uh, create a lifestyle that's a little bit more balanced, especially after the last couple of years that we've had that's been crazy. Yeah.
1: So, I think your main job is as a pharmacist, is that right? That's correct. Tell me what you like about that job, what you don't like about that job. What, what does that mean to you, that kind of work?
0: Yeah, so I got into it because I really do enjoy the aspect of helping people and medications, how they work in the body and how they really help people reach better health and increase quality of life. But over the last you know, few years, and, and anybody who's worked in pharmacy for a while can probably say this, uh, it's definitely a... A tough job to be in and it's very demanding so it's just gotten even more demanding with covid and and vaccinations and testing and so i think that that's really the reason why i want to have the ability to shift elsewhere and not necessarily quit being a pharmacist forever but if i don't want to work 40 hours a week then i can switch down to 20 or fifteen, or eight, or however <laughs> low I want to go.
1: Yeah, I think you have said no to a promotion before. What made you say no to a promotion? Yes.
0: Again, it's uh, it really comes down to the way my I want my life to look like, and I've seen managers and superiors above me, and and what that looks like, and the workload. Just I know that the increase in pay is there, but it just does not. I don't see the value and it's not worth it for me. So for me, I'd rather just stay where I am and go in, go out. And then once I'm home, I don't need to answer. I don't need to be on call. Yeah, I can simply be with my family.
1: And how did that go down when you said no to the promotion?
0: It's not very good to say no to a promotion, um, so you have to be creative to why you're saying no. Oh, really? Um, so I came up with some creative strategies. I, I, you know, tried to say that location was was a big factor, and it is. Yeah. Um, in, in the fire community, we are big on trying to get a job or you know work somewhere close to home to minimize the expenses of travel. And so where I work currently is very close to my to my home and it's a 5 to 10 minute commute and that right there is very valuable. Yeah, to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. It it's amazing how little people kind of think about quality of life when they're thinking about those kind of decisions in their career. Yeah,
0: and I'd like to clarify it's not necessarily for everyone. If you are a go-getter and you really want to reach the top of the ladder, then more power to you, but this is just something that I've decided is my path and that's kind of what i love about personal finance in the fire community is nobody's judging anyone and you really uh, choose whatever you'd like and that's why there's different types of fire and uh, that's what i write about is barista fire coast fire fat fire all these different type of avenues that you have and you can really choose the way you want your life to, to look like and as long as you're happy that's really all that matters
1: I heard you talk about another brand of fire, Fitfire, which uh, I think for you, the F is for frugal, the I is for increased income, and the T for total stock mm-hmm. market.
0: Yeah, it's something I came up with, and I think it, it's, it fits, right? Yeah. Because that's the path that I took, is you initially start off by embracing a bit of frugality. It helps you lower your expenses. It helps you build some flexibility into your lifestyle. So it's not a bad thing um but you can only go down so far until you start to deprive yourself of basic needs. Yeah. So then that's when you really need to start focusing on increasing income, which as we know is an unlimited amount of increase that you can have. So that's really the X factor there. And then lastly, you're never you're not going to reach long-term wealth or even financial independence. It'll be very hard without investing and and something that we in the fire community really invest in a lot is the total stock market index. So I just gave that as an example, but it could be any low-cost index fund or passive investment strategy.
1: Yeah. So how, how did you come to fire? What uh, started you on this path?
0: Yeah, I stumbled upon it because i was listening to some podcasts and actually mad scientist came up i'm not sure if you're familiar but I am, yes he really paved the way for the fire community in terms of case study of what it looks like to go through it and then of course mr money mustache jl collins who i had on my show which was a great guest and and so many others i just that that opened the door but mad scientist was who i identified the most with and um, you know, I, I followed his story.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like you're kind of well on your way to reaching that point at which you could be financially independent. Do you have it all mapped out?
0: It's funny because a few years ago, I was—I had everything planned to a T. I have my spreadsheets and everything, all my projections. And I said, okay, this is the date and time that I'm going to reach financial <laughs> independence. and I'm going to quit. And then as you go through it and you get closer you kind of realize that maybe you don't want to exactly quit your job forever and just sip margaritas on the beach. Because I mean, I love margaritas, but (laughs) I think after a few months, I might get bored. Yeah, that's just my personality. So funny thing is, I'm actually looking into, you know, continuing to work possibly as a pharmacist, but on other projects that I might enjoy, I've got my website, which I really enjoy adding to, you know, communicating and connecting with people in the fire community. So I do plan on incorporating some work. Uh, it's just going to look very different, and it's going to be optional.
1: Fantastic. And so what what would you do with all of your extra time, apart from the occasional margarita on the beach? Uh, what, what would you do with your extra time once you do reach financial independence?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm definitely trying to pay attention to that and make sure that I, I plan for that and I have some time. I have a few more years until I actually reach that fire number. However, I am already trying to plan that out now. So I think, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm really going to deep dive into my website. I want to explore more guests on my show and, and uh, have these type of conversations that we're having right now, Mark. Yeah. And, uh, cause this is what I really enjoy and why I get, you know, out of bed in the morning. But then at the same time, I'll probably spend a lot of time with my son and my wife and, just explore, have adventures, travel. That That's definitely going to be a big part of it as well.
1: It's so important, I think, to start your life after you reach financial independence, before you reach financial independence. Because if you just yes. work up to that point and then stop and then think, ah, okay, what now? You might find that the things you thought you wanted to do aren't the things you actually want to do.
0: You're 100% right. Instead of running away from something like a job, You should run towards something
1: like a lifestyle that you're that you're preferring. So how has Pursuing Fire changed how you think about your life, about life in general? I
0: think that I really do value my time, my autonomy. So that's what financial independence is about for me. And that's why I'm I'm happy to be spreading the message and hopefully inspire others to to join their journey.
1: You're a great person to ask this last question I have for you. What, what would you say to other people who would like to pursue financial independence but just don't know where to start?
0: Yeah, I would say just try to start one small thing at a time. And it's not going to happen in a month or two months. But if this really means a lot to you, which I hope it does, just Listen to one of my podcasts or any podcast. It could be a Mad Scientist. It could be this podcast inspiring you. If podcasting is not for you, then you can... Well, it should be because you're listening to the show. <laughs> but uh, it could be an article or anything. But start learning one little thing at a time and slowly but surely you'll get there. And it's actually all not all or nothing as well. So after a year or two, three, you'll actually start to reap a lot of the benefits that that fire gives you um, without actually reaching full fire. that's awesome
1: so listeners if you'd like to connect with chris uh, you can search for his podcast inspire to fire or you can find him at inspire to fire.com or on instagram at inspire.to.fire uh, chris thanks so much for joining me on the quick work podcast
0: absolutely mark thank you so much for having me
1: Thanks for listening to the Quit Work Podcast. I love talking to people who have taken the bold step of quitting their job to start living their true life. Join me for a fresh conversation every week. Subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel at quitworkproject.com. And if you have any comments on this episode or if you'd like to tell your own quit work story, I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at quitworkproject.com or on Twitter or Instagram at quitworkproject. I hope you too find your way to quitting work and living your true life.